1.1-ish, 1.5-ish. Oh, yeah, actually, we are live. All right, cool. Hey. Uh, how you folks doing? We are, like, actually live now for once and kind of on time, except instead of being the average 12 to 13 hours of lateness, uh, we're 38 mm -hmm. minutes late this time. I think that's a huge improvement uh, in the right direction. Not by my watch. Not by my watch. <laughs> not by 35 minutes late. Oh, 35 minutes late. Fair enough. That's right, because this computer that I'm using hasn't been connected to a domain in a long time, and its uh, timing is way off, um, and uh, that should probably get fixed sooner than later. But who knows? Who knows, indeed. So, Jem, what do you got for us tonight? What are we doing? All right, so... You know, being a very interesting individual that I am, I had to, you know, browse the internet, and I saw that some uh, Peter Bros were uh, making fun of Steve Irwin for dying, considering it was, I believe, his birthday a few days or a week ago or something. So the folks at Peter were making fun of him. Really? And I thought, wow, yeah. I'm like, I was thinking, wow. How can you folks at Peter make fun of Steve Irwin? Yeah. Well, essentially, they were saying that, like, he would unnecessarily be violent with animals to promote a show or something like that. But realistically, when you think about it, what is Peter, you know? It's not ethical treatment of animals, it's euthanization treatment of animals, if you know what I mean. Like, they euthanize more animals than they actually save. So I don't know how they can get on a high horse and. How they could even uh, lecture someone who, you know, actually did something good for animals. You know, he encouraged people to love animals and care for them. And, you know, it was actually... I don't know. I, I, it's my personal it? opinion that Steve Owen did a lot more for animals than Peter has. So, Fair enough. that was the motivation I mean, wasn't for one today. Of the, wasn't one of the, the clips that you were trying to show me earlier about him, like... He was actually talking about how he was rescuing baby crocodiles or something like that. You know, and I thought that was right. Wow. And then, I didn't know he did that. I didn't know he did animal rescues. That's right. Cool. Well, that's what he used to do. And um, he also spoke about doing eye surgery on a fish just so that it could mate, because apparently wow. is the type of fish he was talking about. You know, it's a very visual creature, and if it didn't find its lady hot enough, it wouldn't be able to perform in the sack. So he had to give it eye surgery for it to uh, procreate. I had no idea that fish needed, uh, or at least that species of fish needed uh, to uh, see in order to procreate, but fair enough. I guess they right. have, to, you know, have to be able to see to aim it somewhere, I guess, you know, <laughs> exactly uh, in the deep, you know, so fair enough. Um, but great. All right. Well, we'll, um, we'll do uh, Steve Irwin, the real crocodile hunter, right? Um as opposed right. to the man who was not the crocodile hunter, but, uh, you know, Crocodile Dundee. But uh, the actor, uh, the character, actually, the character in that uh, one uh, that one movie. So, but Oh, God. Enough. People are going to ask us to fictional type him so we can compare it to Steve Owen, aren't they? <laughs> I know they are. They so are. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, that being said, let's talk about the format tonight. So we have the four methods of how to type somebody. So this is the CSJ whiteboard method, of course, right? So we have the temperaments, which we have affiliative, pragmatic, abstract, concrete, systematic, and interest. We compare these, etc., till we find what we're looking for, right? 
And then we have direct initiating control, inform and responding movement for the interaction styles, all the things, folks, all the things, right? So cognitive axes analyses, cognitive axis analysis, fair enough. And then we have the quadras, the four quadras. We utilize all four methods to get around the type grid. If you don't know what the type grid is, you can go get yourself the type grid. Just go to my website, wait 30 seconds until the pop-up shows up, and then you put in your email, and then you get a copy of the type grid. Or you can be on my Discord server, which is actually a really dope place. There's like 1,300 people on the Discord server. And you can talk to anyone on the Discord server and hang out, have fun, etc. right? And then talk about typing, right. talk about non-typing stuff, and do the command, exclamation point, type grid one word enter and then you get the type grid to show up on the server so have fun do that discord link is like on my website at csjoseph.life join in get the type grid see all the things type along with us this evening uh i'm not sure how long we're going to stream tonight but we may do just steve Irwin. we may do more than steve Irwin. it doesn't i mean who knows i mean uh jab uh just may decide that uh his time uh, as a member of the men in black has ended and uh you know right. he'll just get his uh, memory zapped and uh you know just decide that it's not time tonight to uh, do additionals or maybe maybe he's got like an alien invasion on his hands and we need to type more people in order to prevent it we'll find out so but fair enough uh great uh i guess let's fire it up let's fire it up jeb see uh where we can ah, go and before we, we fire it up yeah just a quick uh, shout of thanks to christian hasvik thank you for the 25 pln uh is that polish i have no idea polish the dingo Okay, so so is this is this like how to type Australian edition? Is that what's going on here? We got Australian jab choosing Australian people this evening. I mean, I mean that kind of sounds like that's where we're going tonight. So why not? Yeah. So let's let's start with uh, some Steve Irwin. All right, I'm down. Uh, yeah, wow. I'm gonna start with this. Nice, clip. nice Tim Beer Stingray's love foreplay. Nice, very nice. <laughs> very rude. Yeah. Well, uh, this is for the new show because you can't, you don't, you don't want to wear shorts. Yeah, I'm going into surgeries and stuff, and so you know, with your legs, they're worried about um bare skin, skin flaking off, going into the Surgery air, and going inside. Informative or everywhere. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I have skin flaking off my legs and going into someone's abdomen. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Um, <laughs> but now you're wearing long pants. You've got this new show. And in this show, you're doing uh, procedures yep. on animals, uh, some of them quite large and dangerous. Is that an SCNI example, statement? Uh, you... Say again? Was that an SCNI statement about not wanting flink, uh, skin flake to go into people's yes. cavities? Yes, that is. Yes, that is. Not only, catch. It's not only what he wants, but it's also uh, awareness of like the physical surroundings and the physics of skin flakes floating around in the yep very uh, physics very physics oriented very se oriented good catch yes that is seni do you, uh, a procedure on an elephant is that right acupuncture acupuncture, acupuncture. on an asian elephant did it, to get it to quit smoking why, why would you what are you doing to an eight she's got arthritis in her front leg she's a three and a half ton she's got arthritis um, it's se and what happened was this big bull elephant you know, mounted her and tried to mate with her, and he's like, he's nearly six tons, so he's just broken her leg, and now she's what? getting up. Oh my god, this horrific story! Well, they're pretty hard Did on each other. Did he at least take her to dinner first? They're pretty <laughs> hard on each other. That's interest. Sorry. 
<laughs> I tell you what, they were bull elephant. When he's in must, they kind of come in season, not the girls. When he's excited. When yes. He's, and he's like, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> nothing. They're very big in every respect. And when they I come, would imagine. And yeah, when the male a... comes in season, it hangs down oh, on the sake. ground, Conan. Fair dinkum. I tried to have ground. a nice show tonight. I really tried. And do they get angry? <laughs> So it's really uh, angry. So it, yeah, quite a large. Really uh, angry. Oh, oh, I thought you head. had an elephant penis on you. <laughs> that's that's T. Really angry. That's like, right. TFI. Wow, we got ourselves like the male version of Taylor Swift. You reckon he might be an ESFP? Yeah, it's looking like it so far. Let's see. Let's see. Let's keep going. Let's see. Like, I know you're like crikey. I got one here for you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. Uh, and so then we did the acupuncture. Um, how can you even penetrate the skin of an elephant? It must be quite thick. It is very thick. Chinese acupuncturist. The needles are about that long, and he gets it right in the pores of the skin and just kind of puts them in there and then right. hooks them up to electrodes, and it starts jumping, and the elephant's like, whoa, trying to get up. So it's up to the keeper right, to yeah, keep the, the beautiful yeah. elephant all quiet with yeah. peanuts and apples and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 They love it when you're trying to electric get a peanut. And particularly when they can kill anything within 20 feet when I they get drunk. That sounds very dangerous. You yeah. also did eye like, surgery on a Jab, it is so obvious this guy is an ESFP. Like, like it's so obvious. I don't want to, like, put our audience through this anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's <laughs> obvious. We can grab another Aussie while we're at it. Like, look for another Aussie. But seriously, he's in form initiating movement. Automatically, like, he's a starter type, right? And which starter type is TE plus FI? And SE plus NI, the only one there is ESFP. We don't even have to look at affiliative, pragmatic. We don't have to look at the temperaments whatsoever because the only starter type, which is informed initiating movement, and SE plus NI and TE plus FI is an ESFP by default because all of the other types in that uh, interaction style known as the starters are all SFJ or and they're NPs, so they're automatically SINE users, or they're an SFJ, a CSFJ, right? So that's automatically an SINE user, right? So automatically, that's like a thing. That's a problem, right? So because they're the only NI user as a starter type, automatically, using the type grid, we know Steve Irwin's an ESFP, like literally the male version of uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, literally. Wow. The, the Taylor Swift of Crocodiles. Say again? I think that's a new record for us. That's a new record for us. Like, yeah, I've used barely minutes of footage, and I did skip through the first part because it was like the introduction. So we well, in I'm like kind of minutes. rage slaying it today, bro. So that's just kind of how we're going. Yeah. Let's just get some more people in here. Tonight is Aussie night, so uh, give me some more Aussies. Aussie uh, who do we want? Who do we they want? want Margot Robbie. I don't even know who that is. Who is Margot Robbie? Like, uh, that's the she played wants. the chicken. Uh, Suicide so There's also sport. Chris Holly Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is a is an Aussie. Uh, and is Nicole Kidman actually an Aussie? Maybe she is. Oh, Hugh Jackman. Okay, we can do Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman or Margot Robbie? Let's do Hugh Jackman first. All right, let's do the Wolverine. That's right, Boot. Who is Margot Robbie? I haven't lived. Haven't you figured that out, Boot? Come on. Come on. Come on. You could, like, I don't know. Margot Text the uh, Harley Oh, okay. And I think she played some uh, gold digger in Wolf of Wall Street or something. Yeah, they they want Hugh Jackman. Seems to be the highest uh, the highest vote. So All right, let's do it. 
Let's do it. So uh, you you mentioned Deborah. You, it's a 20 year wedding anniversary yeah, coming up. Yeah. Congratulations! Thank you. That's a wonderful, Thank you. It's a wonderful thing, right? It is. To have that history. And uh, it gets better and better. I can honestly say that. And she's not even watching. She's not even here. But uh, she uh, she and I met before. It was my first job, and it was obviously she's the greatest thing that ever happened. To and it gets better and better. And I'm kind of really grateful that I met before anything kind of happened because everything that's happened in my career and on screen, off screen, we've always done it together. And so, yeah, 20 years. Um, so That's yeah. really great. So she was with you before, you before you did anything major at all. Yeah, that was my first job where I met her. She was the star. I had this major crush on her. Um, everyone did. The whole crew had a crush on her, and I was so it's embarrassed. Very S-E by that I and I. Right, S E and I. He's talking about other people, talking about her. He's not really talking about it from his point of view when he's when he's talking about that that experience. It's it's all about her. It's all about other people. Everyone else having a crush on her. That's very S E because it's about other people's experience. It's not about his experience, right? So that's an S E and I statement. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep going. Realize I had a crush. Didn't talk to her. And I had about a week later, although this is silly, and I had a dinner party and I invited her over and about 20 other people. And she said, what's the matter? Have I annoyed you? You're not talking to me anymore. What have I done wrong? And I said, and I was, I'd had a couple. And I said, oh, I look, I've got a crush. And I'll get over it. Went, oh, really? And I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, i got one on you too. And I'm like, oh, right. So that was it. That was 20, it. 21 years later. Yeah. Oh, that, and, and two kids. 20 years, 21 years and two kids later. And how old, 15? 15 and a 10-year-old. Yeah. I can't believe it. And, and just... what are they into? My son is, you know what I love about my son? He saw that movie, A Walk in the Woods, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that movie with Robert Redford. And he goes, I love that guy. That's me. I just love, like, being, he loves the outdoors. I... He's not into video games, none of that. He's initiating. into medicinal. I mean, he's going to do something extraordinary. By the way, and I'm not joking, she's into the Ellen Show yeah, and Sophia Gray. Watch that. Those clips <laughs> over and over again. Well, she loves dancing. Let's talk about her more. She likes- <laughs> she's pretty concrete. He hasn't done a what if statement at all. Right, and he seems fairly controlled. Yeah, fairly right. controlled. Might have ourselves an ESTP. That's kind of what I would guess he is, but let's let's keep going. She's great. She's great. She really, she, she said she wants, I said, what do you want to do when you grow up? She says, well, I like to be an actor and a singer and a chef and a vet. And I was like, I love it. Super said, That's Focus on the chef because we really need one of those. Yeah. Whole, the whole yeah. time. He's being direct yeah. about it, not informative. He's choosing his role in the mm-hmm. conversation. Not really any track. It's all about what is. Let's see. So is your son, like, he must be impressed. His dad is Wolverine. That must be, like, really cool to walk around saying. No. No, No. come on. Yes and Like, there was one time uh, a few years back we were at the beach, and he was talking to this girl. He was about 12, and the girl looked to me like 15. Likes older women like his dad. And uh, so, anyway, he starts walking over to me, and he sort of ran ahead of this girl, and the girl's walking, and, and he's sort of, you know, running up to me, and I said, I said, everything all right? And he goes, yeah, I told him you're Wolverine. Just sign an autograph for him. Sign an autograph. I was like, wow. Am I a wingman? I'm now this <laughs> <Yeah>, wingman. <laughs> <laughs> he had a friend over the other day, a new friend. 
and I was listening in. And the friend that was, was interest-based, asking, am I a wingman? That was an interest-based statement. Right, right. Like, what's in it for me? What's in it for if me? What's you... in it for him? Yeah, it's an interest-based statement. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think there's enough of that clip. There's only, like, a few seconds of it anyway. All right, next one. I saw the movie. So the movie's called uh, Eddie the Eagle, and now you play Eddie. No. 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 Um, you did see it, right, man? Oh, no, I did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Come All on, right. man. Many actors enjoy performing their own stunts. Yes. Come on, do man. you? T-I-F-E. If they're sex scenes, I do them. Yes. That's where the craft do them. Yeah, because I'm an infomaniac. Direct, initiate, I think this might be scripted in a joke. Okay, so move might... on to the next clip. <clears throat> um, we don't do scripted here. Scripted here. here we go. Welcome back, everybody. Just a lot. Hey, Carl. I'm okay. Harame Jr. gives a super chat. <laughs> Stefan Molyneux. <laughs> All right. Is he in? <laughs> Let's finish with Hugh Jackman before we move on to the next one. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Always, they take a moment, stand right over there, and they address the audience first. Patrick Stewart did the exact did same it really? thing. Exactly. And Uma Thurman did the exact time. same thing. Yeah. I... You're a true movie star. That's it. That this is it. it. I made it. I mean, thank you. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah. I have to thank you what publicly. We, we hosted an event just over a year ago in Central Park. And oh, I have a picture you. of it. Uh, yes. This is, uh, that is yeah. us, yes. That exactly. Was, this is yeah. Global Citizen. That Light is as a feather. S-E. Light as a feather. Light as a feather. I came out for our second way stage left only to discover that my eye has got that bad that I couldn't read anything and under my breath I said I can't read it you said what and I said could you read it all and so I stood there the entire time while you covered for me thank you you're welcome and I now have yeah. contact lenses you, so you thank you for that <laughs> I got your back you carried me on your back yes. well the, the thing about this the thing about this that uh, I find very humbling is that we rehearsed this once yes. we met it at some rehearsal studio in the city we rehearsed it once and I got on his shoulders and 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 uh, I was afraid like I don't know why that I was going to hurt your shoulders <laughs> by sitting on them but when I got off I limped away from being <laughs> on his shoulders and my wife our wives were there and my wife said are you telling me that you hurt your leg <laughs> sitting on his shoulders it was really humbling it was really humbling uh, now what, what what happened here? You got a cover uh, with adamantium. I have hit myself many times over the years, but this is a basal cell carcinoma, which is uh, the least dangerous form of skin cancer. Yeah. Very common for Aussies to have, uh, but everyone should be aware. Don't be like me, wear sunscreen, get checkups. But I'm, I'm all fine. It's all out. So. All right. Okay. Yeah. This is just too much time on the beach. I'm yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Very so concrete. Good, Super concrete. It's control the entire time. It's direct, initiating control. Like pragmatic, concrete. We know he's interest based. Haven't seen him follow system the entire time. T I F E S E N I, which means, ladies and gentlemen, based on the data that we have, Hugh Jackman is, as we initially supposed, an ESTP. Just like The Rock. So there you go. The Rock's. Yep. Hugh Jackman. And I need to like be left-handed for a second here, so I can act actually spell and stuff. Not that you know my handwriting would get any better because I am left-handed, but whatever.
Cool. So we just got super chatted for a Stefan Molyneux person. I don't know who that is. So cue up the audience raging at me for not knowing people because I don't because I haven't lived. So I have some YouTube interviewer guy. You want to do Stefan Molyneux? I'm not sure he's Australian. He's not Australian. Yeah, why not? We'll honor. We'll we'll honor the super chat. Let's do that. Stefan Molyneux. All right, let's see. And I will switch to orange. And if we get through like all my pens and I run out of colors, then that's it for the stream, guys. So only a few colors left. All right, so we're going to go on the Joe Rogan experience, uh, right. pulling back to our first one where we did the uh, Elon Musk. All right. You spell my name right. Well, that's what I was telling her in a way. I was saying, you know, she was getting upset, you know, the things that you had said about what she had said. And I said, well, you got to look, this, this is a weird thing that goes on where people make these sort of call out videos. You know, everybody likes to do a call out video, but nobody likes a call out video turned on them. And what Anna did is essentially she listened to Adam Carolla's rant about conservatism and she made a rant about Thank that. You, and then you made a rant about her rant. Stop talking, Joe. And then she's pissed at your rant about her rant about Adam's rant. And I'm like, first of all, this is like a incredibly ineffective way to communicate. Yep. You know, when people like, yeah, it's one of the things that I don't like about blogs. I think blog entries are great in some ways. Uh, because I think it gives someone to uh, an opportunity to really expand on their thoughts and you, you can put a lot of energy and effort into writing something down. Whereas I think you might be able to get in a deeper detail than you would in a conversation where you're perhaps searching for words or trying to clarify you your position. Like a lot of things yes. you need to look up and you can't do that necessarily in a debate. So it's nice having it when it's dead. Which one? And he's moving. Stephen? Yeah, he's initiating his right. movement. I would agree with the movement because, like, when he was when uh, form initiating movement, <sighs> starter type. We have a starter type on our hands, gentlemen. We have a starter right. type. When Joe Rogan was talking, like he kept going, like, "Yep." As soon as like Joe uh, Rogan put a full stop on a sentence and the point he was making, this guy was jumping in, "Yep, yep, yep," very quickly, <laughs> which is very common for movement types. Well, according to certain so, people, Lin Yen Chin, I also am a mouth breather, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, maybe he's an ENTP and we can have, you know, mouth breather swag with each other, if you know what I'm saying, Mr. Lin Yen Chin. Giant robot lives matter, right? Maybe they matter to Stephen Molyneux. I have no idea. Let's continue. All right. Um, Database. Mm-hmm. But, sorry, go ahead. But it's a massive amount of time involved, uh, yeah. and it's, it's, it doesn't give the other person the opportunity to respond. And when you you do it, like, one person goes on this long rant describing you in very disparaging terms and, you know, minimizes you. And and then, you know, you have to respond to that. And then you go to – it's way better to just sit down and talk through ideas. There's a lot of these ideas that um, that are very controversial that – we're going to give you me? an opportunity. Little old me? There's no way. I know. It's crazy. No, and and to be fair, I mean – Hey, initiating movement. Mm Mm-hmm. Very initiating. Yeah, let's keep going. On the flight down, I was working on uh, a response. I was hoping to go in and, and talk to them. We tweeted them. And, and, you know. S-I-N-E for sure. Talking about his own experience, guys. Talking about his experiences, S-I experience. 
Is this guy an ENTP? Yeah, I'm thinking he's an ENTP. Sounds like it to me, Mr. Jab. Jabba, 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 do. Let's keep going. Mate, I think that would be interesting and fun. Yes. Uh, and, and useful. I mean, some yeah. very important issues that are being... I think that would be interesting and fun. Is that TIFE? Yes, that is TIFE, yes. Talked about, but um, we didn't hear back, so. Yeah, well, you probably pissed her off. You know, that's what Good. That's what I mean. <laughs> if you're not annoyed. Like Maddox, hey, not annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that also S-I-N-E? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I that's guess. Um, TIFE, actually. TIFE. Yeah, because he's 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 making somebody feel something by being straight up about the truth. It's TI parent like pop, you know. I mean, good luck getting I, out right. of an ESFJ with TI inferior. It's like not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So right, like I, I think I could see a little bit of SI and E because he wasn't cared about the experience I received. Oh, you're you're right about that. You're very right about that, Jeb. Using uh, using the negatives, well, I, the double negative for a positive there, Mr. Jab. That's exquisite of you. Very good. Well, I guess you are right about it being T-I-F-E, but at the same time, what I could see was a lack of S-E-N-I, which would imply that S-I-N-E is there. So I guess I kind of cheated a little bit. Yo, Mr. Astrofosky, bro. Joe is super comfortable in his INFJ. I mean, like, that's because in his ISFJ, in, in his INFJ subconscious, he's, like, totally, like, doped up while he's doing these interviews. So, like, that would, like, make sense because he's being, like, drug-induced right. cognitive transition into his subconscious. Joe Rogan, uh, Colin Boyden is actually an ESTP, and we found that out on, like, the first or second episode of How to Type in this particular season. Don't forget. So, fair enough. Let's keep going. Right. Okay. Um the, the core of the conversation was Adam's position on being a conservative and how the term conservative has become a pejorative. And then the term conservative has become a, a negative way of describing a person's behavior and a mm. person's thoughts. It's more like it, it seems that it's become um, a, a, maybe like a badge of callousness or a, a descriptive term of someone who is insensitive mm. or who does not care about the underclass, who does not care about poverty, does not care about poor people. And, you know, she had this uh, take on it and then you had a take on her take on it. Um, um, do you consider yourself conservative? You consider yourself a libertarian, right? I'm an anarchist. An anarchist. Yeah. And what is that exactly? Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so... And I was a resistant anarchist. Like for me, right. I was 20 years uh, what's called like a minarchist. It came sort of out of the objectivist Ayn Rand school uh, where That's your government is basically. Woo, there's some abstraction. Right. Yep. Maybe a court system. Maybe that sort Thought of tiny, tiny government. Mm hmm. All right. <sighs> we, got, we got our man. Yeah. We got our man tonight, folks. We got our man. The Stefan Molyneux right, guy well, is definitely an ENTP. So there you have it. Stefan Molyneux. Although I can't even like figure out how to spell his name correctly. So there you go. All right. Who's I next, Mr. Jeb? Let's see. What does everyone want? Let's see what the uh, let's see what the vote is. You know, let's see what the vote is. Another pen. Running out of pens, folks. Typing suggestions slash stream discussion. Oh, Leboot wants 
Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah. Christian Hasvik just super chatted Terry Irwin. Possible golden pair for Steve. All right, Terry Irwin. We can do that. Let's get back on the Ozzy thing. Let's do uh, Terry Irwin next. Poor I'm pretty boot. sure she's American. Oh, she's American. Well, she was married to an Ozzy. Who cares, right? Yeah. Um... Wow. I think she might be an SI user based on the title of this video. Prism, I was talking about the entire context of the conversation, not about the specific system. He was actually laying out the entire process of how he got from point A to point B, and he was noting that it was an actual process. I wasn't necessarily talking about the court system in of its own right, Mr. Chrism, just for clarification. Please continue, right. Mr. Jab. Irwin's sudden death, a 2006 freak accident that? in which he was impaled in the heart by a stingray while filming a show. His yeah. family is returning yeah. to Animal Planet with a new series. Yeah, in a new interview, the Irwins are opening up about the new series. The show will follow the family as they manage the Australia Zoo outside Brisbane where they live. Now, for Bindi, making her dad proud is priority number one. And for Terry, it's carrying on her late husband's legacy. And she says if she never remarries again, that is okay with her. There's always the potential to find love again, and that that's a really beautiful thing. And and I, I I'm personally there's not the potential. N E S I. There's always the potential, and I feel really good about this, and I'm really helping others. So, T I F E at the same time. Yeah. I haven't been out on a date since. Let's see. Your dad and I dated. For 27 years, I haven't been out on a date, so I had my happily ever after. So I'm doing okay. If you're, I had my happily ever after. S I N E. <laughs> S I N E. Yeah, it looks like we got ourselves an NTP SFJ quadra on Terry on this one. Nice. Mm -hmm. Happy within yourself, and your life is full, and you're doing okay. And I, I always used to think if I hadn't met Steve, I probably wouldn't have gotten married. You know, I. I was living in Oregon, I had a business, I was doing wildlife work, and I hadn't really been looking for so long that I had a couple lovely women ask me out because they figured that must be the case. <laughs> She's not with anybody. But, um... Okay. <laughs> wow, that, again. Was, that was definitely S-I-N-E and a little odd. <laughs> Fair enough. And concrete, concrete AF. And affiliative, doing the right thing, of course. Right. Um, let me get a new video for us. For one. Animals, uh, I'm a huge fan of what you're doing, what Steve did, and uh, and Thanks. I thank you for being here. And Thanks. four months, it just it feels to me like it was a lot longer ago than, but to yeah. you, it probably doesn't. It, it ebbs and it flows, and I tell you, sometimes I expect him to walk through the door, and other times I just think it's like one of those really good movies that you want to remember, mm -hmm. and, and sometimes you think, oh, I'm not remembering all of the last 14 years, but I think that's just a protection device. But I tell you, it's been a great ride. I've had a good time. Steve was never afraid for his own mortality. He, he you know, yeah, countless know. times he has said to me, okay, now I can die. This is the most incredible thing I've ever done. Now I can die. And then we'd go swim with the manatees and he'd go, okay, now I can die. And then, you know, we'd go do something else. But, but speaking of that, I mean, I would think. Well, it's also, and I, 
uh, NESI, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because it's recalling a past experience, and it's all about, you know, Steve Owen saying, now he can die, like, his destiny. Yep. So, yep. very NESI. That because of what he did for a living, it's just like being married to a fireman or a, or a policeman. You, you have to know somewhere, like, wow, he's going out and doing something that, that this could be the day. I mean, did you ever think that way or this was a you know total surprise? Yeah, you know, I thought that way, but not with wildlife. He was I very, very professional way. with wildlife. Loved them so much. All the yeah, T-I-F-E. I thought that way, very but not about wildlife. He loved wildlife. Very informative, yes. Very concrete. Mm -hmm. concrete. Not a single option. Very affiliative, doing the right thing. I was just his his loyal wife, his loyal lover. Let him do whatever he wants. But I was loyal to him, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Concrete. So he should have to be an ESFJ or an ISFJ at this point, folks. She's an SFJ. SFJ. Which one? Hmm? Which one? Which SFJ, folks? We know she's informative. We know she's concrete. Yes, I think she's an ISFJ. Yeah. She seems a little bit more. Kind of seems more ISFJ to me. Yeah, for sure. Let's uh, let's keep going, though. All right. Uh... Animals. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, um, you know, a timber feller having a limb fall on him while he's on a picnic. It's just the most bizarre way. Yeah, but, right. You know, I think we all have different coping mechanisms. And for Steve, he gave us such a great gift in that he, he wasn't afraid. He knew what the work that he did was just as important as, as anything that people live their lives on for. And, and I'm just very proud of him. I'm very proud to be carrying on with what he's doing. I'm proud to be here in LA. I can't believe I'm meeting you. Oh, that's sweet. Fan. That's but sweet. Thank it's, you. It's uh, something that helps us all carry on as a family. The, Robert said the other night at dinner, he looks at us very intently and he goes, we're still a family. Oh. And I thought it's true. That's adorable. It's hard, but it's true. Yeah. But, and, and also, I mean, we, we feel like he was, you know, our family, you know, we yeah. watched it so much, but here's my question. And I used to watch all the time, mm. the same with Jeff Corwin. I watch, but, but, you know, Steve would get in, in the water. I, I had a ranch for a short time where there were rattlesnakes everywhere. Yeah. And I was told to wear boots and long pants and everything. He's like in the water with crocodiles, barefoot with shorts all the time. Shorts. Yeah. Like, yeah. is that what's how do you how do you just go through swampy water with shorts and no shoes on? Well, I figure if a crocodile nailed him with those shorts on, Croc would have broken his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> for starters. Yeah. But um, no, Steve was just very careful and loved the animals. And like with venomous snakes, mm -hmm. dealing with rattlesnakes, right. he said the object of the game is not to get bitten. He ne never carried anti-venom. He said um, people were scarier to him than wildlife. Mm -hmm. He said crocodiles, they're going to try to kill you. But people will sometimes pretend to be your friend first. So yeah. he said, people scare me more than yeah. animals. That's kind of true. Yeah. That, that's kind of true. But he was just extremely in love with the animal. And I saw him in trees with orangutans that would hug him. Mm. I saw him in African rivers with hippos that didn't eat him. It's just amazing. The animals would come up to him. It wasn't like he was wrangling everything. Yeah. I'm they, sure they could sense the, the, the kindness that he had and the compassion and the, so. the passion for it's them. I mean, I remember watching... Interview. She's cognitive transitions. Yeah, okay. She's not. She's not in her comfort zone, and I don't want to deal with that because at this point I can argue ESFJ or ENTP subconscious very easily based on the interaction style that she's putting forth in there, and that's just not her ego. 
So I don't want to. Right, type, right. I don't want to type a transition. I want to type for ego. Let's see. Yeah. About Australia, but they're reversing wildlife protection laws. Yes, and and I think that when we're looking at changing the Endangered Species Act and reeling it back, straight away. it is catastrophic for the environment. Yeah, it's a and what we forget is that it's not that like big business and the environment. Big business is dependent on the environment. And when we start losing fresh drinking water and clean air and a place to live and the resources we've counted on for generations, that's when we're going to say, that's oh, wildlife and wild places are mm -hmm. important. She has the disdain for what's happening. Yeah. That's pessimistic, Effie. Yeah. Never miss a beat. Subscribe. Right. All right, folks, there you have it. We have ourselves Terry Irwin and ISFJ, which means Steve Irwin was married to his golden pair. There you go. Yes, everyone can go aw and fawn over that. So if you want. I, I, I won't get on you for that. It's okay. It's okay. It's cool. We can handle that. All right. Aww. Looks like we're down another pen. Oh. Who's next? Oh. Oh, another pen. <laughs> Who's next, huh? Who's next? Let's see. How many times is Boot going to ask for Ozzy Osbourne, huh? How many times? <clears throat> Everyone's like Benedict Cumberbatch. Sarcastically, Oz. Thank you, Bite. Thank you. I don't know. For some reason, whenever I see Bite like type in chat, I think of Lumpia. I just don't you know think why. of who? I think of Lumpia. It's a Filipino dish. It's dope. I recommend it sometime. Although I haven't been, I probably won't be able to eat it anytime soon. What? We did okay. Jim Carrey already. Jim Carrey is an ENTP. We already did that. We already did that. I did that on the uh, Patreon stream though. Yeah, we did. Exactly. Famous Aussies people. Famous Megan Aussies. Bruce Lee, Jenna Marbles, and the Stone. We already did Obama on the Patreon stream. Sorry, yeah, champ. We did Obama. He's an ESTJ. Yeah, I think we should make a list of these and just like put them up on your website. What do you reckon? Yeah, probably should. Probably should. Oh, now I'm getting like the... Hmm. Julian Assange. <laughs> You want to do Assange? Let's do Julian Assange. Yeah, let's do that. Ooh. Is that something we should do on Patreon? Uh, no, because we just let ah. people do whatever they want on uh, on the uh, private how to type stream. But tonight was Aussie night because uh, Jab needed uh, his uh, fellow Australian brother in support uh, for being such an awesome dude. So we were providing that right. to Jab this evening. So uh, and we're we're going to be moving on to Julian Assange next. So and I think we'll be finishing it out with Julian Assange this evening. Oh wait, this is a speech. We need an interview. 
There you go. Squats, unreported civilian casualties, countless incidents of friends. So this is a movie, okay, and then now they're interviewing him. And he tried to persuade the actor who portrays him, Benedict Cumberbatch, to refuse the role. ABC's Lindsay Davis sat down with the actor to talk about that challenge and why he chose to accept the part. Oh, what does Until that now, mean? British actor Benedict... Apparently we're doing Benedict Cumberbatch instead of Julian Assange. No, he played him, uh, he played Julian Assange in a film. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Could have gotten a two for one there. <laughs> um, well, Mr. Cumberbatch wrote me a, a charming, very uh, polite letter um, and with genuine concerns about the nature of the, the script uh, being used in that film. Uh, he's reported to have said to uh, Vogue and to The Guardian uh, that uh, he had fights uh, with the director. <laughs> He wanted to uh, present me as a, uh, quote, cartoon baddie. Uh, that's Mr. Cumberbatch's words. Um, I don't want to put words into his, uh, additional words into his mouth, but of course he, he is under a contract and is, is limited uh, to what he can say in the film. Uh, I do know that he uh, tried to um, ameliorate uh, some of the, the worst uh, elements of the script, but uh, unfortunately, uh, with limited success. What's your biggest I'm pleased, complaint? I'm pleased he tried. Seems like he What's your biggest complaint of the film? Well, I, I don't know where to begin. I mean, he's super responding, yeah. and he seems a little bit control. Yeah, responding for sure. All right, control. He's at the constant same pace. Like, yeah, even if something out, he puts it out at the same rate. So as you know, there's no variation. Yes, yeah, TIFE for sure. Control mm -hmm. responding. We really like, um, an ISFJ or an INTP to start. Mm -hmm. It's the whole script well before this happened. There was no approach to us uh, by uh, DreamWorks in any uh, formal capacity whatsoever, other than the informal approach uh, by Benedict Cumberbatch just days before uh, shooting begin shooting began. This is a film uh, that is based upon my life's work. Uh, the work of my organization. We have people in extremely serious situations. Uh, Sarah Harrison, who accompanied Edward Snowden out of Hong Kong, now effectively yeah. uh, in Russia because of the terrorism investigation here. Uh, Jeremy Hammond, an alleged media source to 25 organizations, including ours, up for sentencing uh, in under, under a month's time. An ongoing grand jury investigation. What, what are the responsibilities for ethical uh, filmmaking in that context. Thanks, uh, yeah, he's very TIFE focused. Very controlled, very responding, and informative. Informative, responding, control. He's behind the scenes, folks. So he seems. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of. I don't know if he's affiliative or pragmatic. Uh, sure. I would lean more towards affiliative, but let's let's, let's see. On. <clears throat> the changes that we sent uh, to to uh, participant media. Sorry, definitely systematic, for sure. Based right. on how he's laying out everything uh, in, in this interview. 
up even in the final text uh, of, of the film. And, but there's been a big cashing in that has gone on. You mentioned, uh, you Sarah, know, the, you mentioned Sarah Harrison. A, a, a rich organization that is, yeah. You mentioned Sarah. <laughs> I like how the uh, interviewer tried to cut him off and then he kept talking for a second and felt awkward. <laughs> and then asked him to ask the interviewer to continue with the question. That's affiliative. Mm. Well, Sarah not necessarily. Effie Inferior would do that with an INTP. So. Right. But, I mean, him being, you know, the leader of WikiLeaks, right, that's a very pragmatic approach. But then again, you can make the argument he's doing the right thing by doing that too for from a whistleblower point right. of view. It's re we're going to be really hard-pressed to get affiliated and prag pragmatic with this guy. So let's just keep going. Right, right. Harrison, as you said, this is, is a rich organization, DreamWorks. It's making a lot of money. Uh, and tries is intending to make a lot of money from this process, uh, but none of there's no contribution to uh, our defense fund, to the defense fund uh, of our alleged sources, and so on. Let me move on to Sarah Harrison. As you said, she's with Edward Snowden. We saw Edward Snowden this week receive an award from four American whistleblowers who traveled over uh, to meet with him, and it was something that was facilitated by WikiLeaks. Of course, Sarah Harrison, a prime member of WikiLeaks as well. She's been with Snowden throughout his time in Russia. What can you tell us about how Edward Snowden is doing right now? What's next for him and for Sarah Harrison? Well, Edward Snowden is safe. Uh, uh, we, through a lot of work, uh, particularly by uh, Sarah Harrison, managed to gain him asylum in Russia after um, our attempts to gain him asylum uh, uh, in South America were thwarted. Uh, in, a, in a very bizarre yeah, manner by this to, to me for sure by canceling his passport while he was in moscow uh, so he i haven't heard much abstraction from him at all he's just he's only talking about the what is he's, it's all what is the entire time what is this what is this what is what is what is right He's safe. Uh, he's working to well i mean the statement that the the state department sabotage the uh the asylum requests for him. I mean, if that's speculative, yeah, be, that would. That's like, yeah, yeah, but that's like a lower NE. That's like a pessimistic NE, not not an and not like that's like not an NE parent. You know what I'm saying? Just not. Right. No, it seems way more formal, way more common sense oriented, way more what is from his concreteness mm -hmm. for sure. Let's keep going. Uh, uh, educate people, uh, the journalists involved in these in these disclosures as to what uh, is is going on. Uh, he very rightly received that award from a former NSA, CIA, FBI, and DOJ uh, whistleblowers, uh, an award for uh, integrity. It's a, it's a, a serious matter. It's a, a threat to U.S. democracy and to democracy more broadly in the West uh, to have a surveillance apparatus. Yeah, uh, on every single talk about democracy because everyone knows that democracy is a bunch of crap because let's be honest folks when you have 70 percent of the world's population as censors and then you have 30 percent of the world's population as intuitives and statistically intuitives have way more money than censors oh if we have true democracy where everything is decided by popular vote i guess that basically means
means that the censors, who statistically have less money uh, than intuitives, would have to vote out the wealth out from the 30% intuitives because they make up the majority. Great. Democracy really works in that regard. Like, come on, guys. Like, understand your temperaments and how they, like, affect, like, uh, political decisions in terms of voting. That basically just proves, you know, like, uh, you can even go even further with political analysis. You can look at NFs. The NF temperament. What happens when NFs take over society? <laughs> Communism. What happens when NTs take over society? Totalitarianism. Like, seriously, guys? Like, everyone is guilty. Like, there is no perfect system because of, you know, outside. That, well, there is a perfect system. It's called love your neighbors yourself. That 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 is the perfect political system. But, like, given, you know, what's going on and what Julian Assange is saying right here, you know, from from his point of view, like, come on. Like, like, seriously, come on. It's a threat to democracy. And it's like, I just have to instantly be like TE critic on that. Like, he triggers me so bad right now, obviously, because he sounds like a freaking ISFJ to me. So he's obviously going to freaking, you know, trigger me. And he is, like, very much. If he was an ECP, he'd trigger you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. Are you convinced he's an ISFJ yet? I like, I'm leaning to it, but I'm not entirely convinced yet. All right, fair enough. So let's keep going. Being the dream of um, East Germany. Yet at the same time, those revelations from Edward Snowden came under strong attack this week from the head of Britain's domestic intelligence agency, M15, Andrew Parker, who called the leaks a gift to the terrorists. NSA chief Keith Alexander said this week that people will die because of the leaks. Your response? Well, we've seen this for 50 years. Every, every time the press embarrasses the security establishment, shows that they've been acting unlawfully, uh, acting against what they have said uh, to Congress or, or uh, to the media, uh, they trot out this old canard uh, that some speculative harm sometime in the future uh, might happen when we're discussing harm that is happening right now. Right, he seems rather dismissive of the speculative harm and saying that's not what it's like. It's actually like this. Yeah, it's what is? Yeah. It's concrete. Yeah, he's concrete. I I gotta be honest, dude. He's definitely an ISFJ. So there you have it, folks. ISFJ. Wow. For Julian Assange. What's wow? Ah, I just never thought that somebody who could run. You know, the world's biggest whistleblowing website could be uh, ISFJ. When you have uh, when you have ENTP subconscious, and he is very subconscious focused uh, as an ISFJ, this is the level of capability that ISFJs can reach, ladies and gentlemen. Because from his point of view, he's like a knight in shining armor who is doing his duty by the world and holding the world accountable as a result through him doing his duty. His duty to expose the truth with T.I. Child and shine the light where it shouldn't be. That's basically his, you know, perspective provided, like, as to whether or not that's actually true or legitimate. Who knows? Like, who knows? I right. mean, there's just way too much out there. I mean, you could make the same arguments about other groups that, that exist, but whatever. But yeah, he's an ISFJ. So, I mean, and if you see Julian Assange in the future, you know, like, then type him again. See if he's ISFJ. You see what I'm saying? Like, ISFJ, there you go. So... All right, Jab, I think we're good tonight. We got plenty of ISFJs, got an ENTP, got an ESTP, got an ESFP. I think we're good for tonight's right. episode. Awesome. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. 
All right, cool. Uh, great. Well, thank you all for coming. Uh, we'll see you uh, maybe Thursday night or maybe Sunday for the Q&A. Uh, so we'll definitely be doing that. So with that being said, folks, uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for watching. Uh, I'm going to go get something to eat, and uh, we'll see you guys Thanks. next time. All right. Talk to you later, ladies and gents. Thanks for coming. Had fun. Hope you had fun. Uh, Thanks for the super chats. Yeah. They were dope. Yeah, super chats. Cool. Later.